Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe in Jaguars show. I'm Justin Dunk, joined by former NFL tight end Clay Harbor. We're breaking down Jacksonville's week three matchup with the Texans. Trevor Lawrence in the offense trying to find a flow. C.J. Stroud being beaten up to start his NFL career. Will Anderson versus Anton Harrison and more. Let's get to it. The Jaguars at 1-1 one one host the 0-2 Texans at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday at the bank. Jacksonville are heavy betting favorites against Houston despite having lost five in a row at home against the Texans. Can the Jags end that losing streak, Clay? And they've lost five in a row at home against the Texans. I didn't. I didn't know that. Are you sure? Are you sure it's the right statistic? It's wild, man. It's right. I double checked it. Nobody should lose five in a row at home against the Texans. But I mean, you look. I think you're gonna break. You're gonna break the streak, right? You beat the. You beat the Colts. I know this doesn't matter. Nobody likes to look at it like this because every week is different. But you beat the Colts. Colts just beat the Texans by eleven. The Colts aren't very good. The Colts lost Anthony Richardson. But I will say that let Gardner cut. Gardner Minshew is actually a good quarterback. He's underrated. So it, to me, it, it, it's not as damning saying that you lost to the Colts without their starting quarterback. But this is a team with a rookie quarterback, a team with a new head coach, very young team. I think they got a scrappy defense. Didn't show it last week. But this is a game you got to win. You got to win. You're coming off a tough loss against one of the better teams in the league. Now you're playing against a team that everybody thinks will be one of the worst teams in the league. you got to break the streak. you got to show you can win at Houston, get the job done. Let's go. Well, yeah, at, at, at Duval, at Jacksonville, sorry. At Jacksonville, you got to show you can beat the, beat the Texans at home. Last year, Trevor had a through that interception in the corner of the end zone. They lost the game. I was at that game. I was on the sidelines. Tough one to watch. you got to come back, and you got to show that you can get this job done. The last Jags win at home over Houston, 45-7 on December 17th, 2017. Blake Bortles threw for 326 and three touchdowns. So, again, another Jags losing streak that goes back to when you were still in the league, Clay. It's been a while. Wait, what year was that again, Justin? 2017. Okay, I was gone. I always liked playing against the Texans oh. besides the fact back in the day they used to have J.J. Uh, Watt. But now they got a guy that that looks like he can play a little bit too, and you know, obviously his name's Will Anderson Jr. He does a good job for him. He's a tough he's a tough player. But the Texans team isn't as bad as people think, and people say, oh, Rook, you know, C.J. Stroud's getting beat up. Yeah, he's not great, but look, he had a hundred three rating last week. He threw three hundred and eighty four yards and two touchdowns last week. Yeah, he took six sacks for 50 yards. So this D lineman's this D line's got to be licking their chops. Josh Allen's got to get to the quarterback a few times. Trayvon Walker's got to get to the quarterback a few times. Roy Robinson Harris got to get to the quarterback a few times. These guys got to get pressure on this young quarterback. He's he can throw the ball when you give him time. Obviously, he's built up some sort of a chemistry with Nico Collins, who had seven catches for 146 yards and a touchdown last week which is very, very impressive. Robert Woods has done a great job. Rookie and Tank Dell and T.J. Stroud, who C.J. Stroud told the coaches to draft Tank Dell. They drafted him. Last week, Tank had seven for 70 and a touchdown. There's weapons on this team. This is not going to be an easy game. They have the, I mean, they just got Dalton Schultz, the, 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 the tight end from the Cowboys. They got players that have won before. 
This team has not looked good so far this year. Great as a team, but they got individuals who know how to play the game of football. Damian Pierce last year was one of the most impressive rookies in the league. He was a fifth-round pick from Florida. Damian Pierce averaging near five yards a carry. He can tote the rock. He can run the football. This is a division game against one of your division rivals. I don't care if it's Anthony Richardson or, excuse me, I don't care who you're, who, who, if you're playing in C.J. Stroud. You, you got to win this game. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be a close game. It always is with the Texans. Unfortunately, I know that. Back when the Texans were good and we weren't, we always played them tough. They always played us tough when we were better than them. It's going to be tough, but I think the Jaguars can do it and, and, and get this game right. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is where the game starts. How does quarterback Trevor Lawrence and the Jags offense find a flow against the Texans? We got to start by establishing the run game. You know, I mean, after last week, and you only have 30 plus yards of rushing, you know, against the Chiefs, you, you really got to establish a run game. I want them to come out, establish the run with your your main guy, Travis Etienne, and, and get him the ball early and often. And then from there, you start to open up things at Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. But for me, you get in the flow by establishing the run, run the football. I know we're a pass-heavy team. I know we love throwing the football. I know Doug was a former quarterback. But I think that's the best thing you can do, especially against a young defense. Establish the run, make them start peeking in the backfield, and then you'll get some shots over top you could really take advantage of. The Jags got to find a way to be better on third down. They're last in the NFL in conversion rate on third down at 25%. Both of the open weeks they've been at 25%. Last year, Jacksonville ranked 10th in the league in third down conversion at just over 41%. They're also one for five on fourth down. So, how can the Jags be better on those so-called money downs on offense this season? Well, it comes down to play calling. You got to have you have to have a good play pick, but big boys up front. But you got to give them time to throw the ball, and when it, when it's short yardage, you got to get some push, and that's something they haven't been great at. These big boys up front got it got to be better, and I think that that's gonna that's gonna be an emphasis for Doug this week and the offense. Press Taylor, Mike McQuay. All those guys, you're focusing on the big guys up front. If you give Trevor Lawrence some time, I think that he's going to find an open receiver. I think if you get some push, Travis Etienne is going to find a hole. So for me, it all starts up front, and you got to get these big guys going, and you're not going to have the success that you did last season and be one of the better teams. So it starts up front, and to me, that's going to help everything. You get the big boys moving, and then you'll see more success on those third downs. At times, we've seen the flashes from Lawrence this year. He has eight big-time throws, according to Pro Football Focus, and that metric is defined by passes with excellent ball location and timing generally thrown further down the field and into a tight window. That's tied for the league league with Tua Tagovailoa, and he's got a 10% big-time throw rate 
this year. And a couple of those near misses that we've talked about in the Chiefs game in the back of the end zone probably would have given them even more big-time throws. So what does that say about the potential of the offense and how close Lawrence has been to putting it together through just a couple of weeks? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's graded as, as you talk about PFF. I know they have him graded as a top five quarterback. So that's, uh, you know, that, that shows you a type of quarterback he is. And on, on the flip side of that, he's graded as a top five quarterback, but he doesn't have, you know, any receivers near the top of the league as far as being graded as a, as a top even 50 receiver. So Trevor's doing a lot and he's doing a lot with a little help. Obviously, we know he's got a talented receiver core. But once you start giving him some time, once once Cam Robinson comes back, I know we got a lot of time to go before that, but this offensive line, once they keep improving, young guys like Anton Harrison, Luke Fortner are still young. Once you figure out these blocking scheme, what works better with this offensive line, you give him some time, I think he's going to keep improving. I've said it from halfway through last season when Trevor really came on strong that he's a top-five quarterback. I really think he is. I know that's a controversial statement. I, I, I'm not a guy that likes to rank guys because I know everything's different. It depends where you're playing, you know, statistically, and all it really comes down to is who wins more. But Trevor is super talented. If you can give him time to throw the ball, he's as good as anybody in this league. And you saw him play against a quarterback who is by far, no question, the, the best quarterback in the NFL. It, I don't think it's – I mean – I don't think it's that far off of Trevor to be that type of guy. So if you get the right things around him, I think Trevor can be a dude that, that can win championships, win divisions, win Super Bowls someday. Let me knock on some wood, Justin, before, you know, <laughs> before uh, I, I jinx us here. But, okay, sorry, Duval fans, if, uh, if I jinx us, but I just knocked on wood, so we're good. <laughs> all good, all good. One of the key matchups that could help. Trevor Lawrence have some time in this game. Is Harrison at right tackle? Jacksonville's first round pick in 2023 against Will Anderson Jr., the number three overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft. He's got a sack already in his young career, but how does Harrison bounce back from being embarrassed by Chris Jones, who lined up over him a number of times in week two? Yeah, he's just going to have to go back to the tape, man. It's never as good as it looks. It's never as bad as it looks. I, I like Harrison. I watch him in training camp. He's a tough guy. He's a competitor, so I think he bounces back, man. His personality is a guy that he likes to compete. So he's going to go out there. He's going to watch the tape. He's going to realize that he's got a lot of work to do, but now he's going against a guy his own age, his own you know, skill level. He's not going against a perennial Pro Bowl player, all pro player, one of the defense top defensive players of the year candidates year in and year out. So I think he comes back. He has a much better game. This is a game that he can really get back on track. Going against a younger guy, a rookie like himself, to show that you you really do have what it takes to be successful in this league. And watch him in camp, man. This guy's quick. He's physical. He's big. He's got all the tools. He's just got to put them together. So I think he watches the film. And, and sometimes games where you, you do get embarrassed and you do get beat help a lot. I know me, whenever I got beat and had a, had a really bad game that really motivated me to come back the next week and really show that I belong and I could do it. So I think that's the same thing that's going to happen with Anton Harrison. He's going to come back and and kind of show, like, hey, I know I didn't play my best. I know I got a lot of work to do, but he's up for the challenge. And from what I've when I've talked to the guy and from what I've heard of the guy, he seems like a guy that's really going to take that challenge and, and move forward with it. Cam Robinson has been permitted to be back in the Jags building as of Monday this week. He's got two games left to serve for his 
PED suspension for anyone out there wondering. On the other side of the ball, the Jaguars' edge rushers, Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, must be licking their fingertips because C.J. Stroud has been sacked a league worst 11 times. So what can the Jags do on defense to keep beating them up and confuse a young rookie quarterback? Man, I think just run different coverages. Keep mixing it up. You know, Mike Caldwell's done a, a great job of that. Mix up the coverage. I don't even think you got to blitz that much. Obviously, send a blitz here or there. But I think our guys are just better than them up front. This would be a good chance for Trayvon Walker to show, hey, you didn't miss on me. Aiden Hutchinson wasn't the guy you should have taken. You should have taken me. Okay? Get to the quarterback. This is the week to do it against, against the Texans at home. Come on now. Josh Allen, three sacks the first week. He needs to get back on track. He needs to get a couple sacks here and show why he's going in this contract year. Why he show me the money. He wants to get paid. This is the perfect week to get some sacks. 11 sacks in two games? Come on now. You, you, you got to have some pressure this week. And then there should be a couple balls up for grabs. I think Cisco, Tyson Campbell, there needs to be an interception or two out there. So I think this is a great opportunity for the defense to really, really take over this game and a young quarterback. Allen's dealing with a shoulder sprain, according to Peterson. Do you think that hinders him here for the next little while, or what's it like to try to play through a type of injury like that? Yeah, shoulder sprain's tough. Um, more so of taking on blockers when you have some space in between you. The pass rushing, I don't think, is as big of a deal. But when there's some space built up between you, that's when it really becomes tough. Say he's you know, taking on a fullback that's coming across the motion to kick him out. But when you're close to the line and, and it's more of just a technical, you know, you're trying to beat him with the pass rush move, I don't think it should affect him too much if he's on the field. The problem comes when you get some space built up and then you have to really take on a block or take on a tackler. So that's when that really hurts. I've had the, the, the sprain AC joints before. I think all football players have. They don't feel good. It does. I'm not saying it feels good, but I'm saying you can play with it. And you ain't going to like it, but it's going to keep getting better. It ain't going to feel good, but eventually, you know, you, you will get healthy. And I think that it won't affect him getting to the quarterback. What will affect him is when he sees that fullback running at you, are you going to wrong arm that thing? Are you going to be able to take that thing on head on? Or are you going to, you know, are you going to turn it down a little bit? But he's a tough guy. He's guys played in this league for, for many years. So I think he knows how to do what he needs to do. Can you take us behind the scenes a little bit? Would that be something that Allen might get numbed or frozen before the game? Or is it something where you just grit your teeth and deal with the pain? I don't think, you know, I don't think you can um, really do a lot of the stuff anymore. The, the NFL, the practice uh, is changed so much because of player safety. You know, back back in my day, I know I sound like a grandpa, you would, you'd probably get a shot at <laughs> Tordal, which is, you know, basically a numbing uh substance just toward all it's whatever and then um you probably get some kind of a uh, prp injection you know maybe some stem cell maybe you get some uh some cortisone you know put in that area to to really take down the swelling and then you go out there and like man this actually don't feel bad but now nowadays they're very very careful about what they do as far as injections toward all with the concussion concussion lawsuit there's a lot of uh a lot of things that that are now banned from the NFL. So you won't, you don't see as much of that anymore. It's more of just, uh, Hey, how fast can you recover naturally, holistically in that sense? So a lot of that, uh, old stuff they used to do in the NFL, they don't do it no more. So it's good. He's going to have to be really physically recovered before he uh, steps on the field.
Let's get you out on this, Clay. Give us your prediction for how this game plays out and ultimately your winning pick. You know, I think C.J. Stroud has a decent decent day as far as statistically wise. You saw him last week. He had you know 103 rating, two touchdowns. I think he you know he, he might throw for 250 yards again, a couple touchdowns. But I think the defense holds up, gives up you know 17 to 20 points, and the offense has a big game. They 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 score 30 34 points. Trevor comes back, has a 300 yard game. Travis Etienne 100 yard rushing game. You get Calvin Ridley up with 100 yards receiving, Christian Kirk 50 yards, Zay Jones 50 yards, Evan Ingram 50 yards. Everybody gets 50 yards. Justin Dunk 50 yards receiving. <laughs> Everybody gets 50. No, I think you see a whole team victory. You come back. I hope the offensive line does a better job. Not as good of a defensive line you're going against. And I see, I see the Jaguars coming out on top of this one and showing that, hey, we can beat the Texans at home. We can beat the Texans. In Houston, we can beat the Texans if you guys want to play, you know, at a playground somewhere. We're we're here to stay. We are the class of the AFC South, and I think they're going to show the Texans that this week. That does it for this edition of the Believe in Jaguars show presented by Bet Online. We'll catch you for the Tell the Truth edition of the Texans-Jaguars game next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.